you're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Good citizens of the podcast-iverse. It's the Nerdist Podcast number 467, I know you listen to the Nerdist Podcast, but there's a bunch of other podcasts on the Nerdist Podcast Network. Uh, you listen to Chewing It with Kevin and Steve. You can listen to Competitive Erotic Fan Fiction, The Kale with Kurt Brownoler. Kurt Brownoler has been so amazing uh, on At Midnight. Uh, we, actually, this has been... Well, you know what? I gush about it all the time. You're probably tired of listening to me gush. It's just my dream job is all. Um, the episode we did last night with Paul Tompkins and... Uh, Jen Kirkman and Mike Lawrence was I, a lot of it had to get cut out. I think I'm talking to Comedy Central to see if they'll put up the whole episode online. But it was like I, I mean, genuinely, I was doubled over with laughter at just the banter between uh, Jen and Mike, and then Mike and Paul, and then Paul back to Jen, and then I would fire something in, and then it was. I mean, honestly, to get paid to just hang out with friends and make stupid jokes and and uh and make men talk about the internet so at midnight is on every night at midnight uh on comedy central so check it out and somehow i managed to turn a plug for other people's podcasts into my own plug about at midnight i'm sorry i don't mean to be narcissistic it's just that i only care about myself no that's not true but i uh i i guess it all weaved together in some way that uh was was unintentional it became an unintentional backdoor plug for at midnight but listen to our other podcasts on the nerdist podcast network and um also we are very excited to be involved um with a lucasfilm and the make-a-wish foundation now of course normally we would we're going to start talking about course of the force pretty soon but right now um through omaze.com which essentially is a website that helps people get uh they basically bid on really amazing experiences and the money will go to a charity um with this one uh, this is benefiting the Make-A-Wish Foundation. If you go to uh, if you go to omaze.com slash experiences slash Star Wars, then for ten bucks, a ten dollar entry fee, you could enter to win uh, a contest where you would you'd go to Skywalker Ranch, get a tour of the ranch with George Lucas, and then and then you'd be flown there. You'd be flown there and put up, uh, and then pop down to Los Angeles and come to Nerdist Studios um, and you might go, oh, what's there? Well, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a fun little production facility. There's a Lego me that's there and then a bunch of other toys, but also Mark Hamill. So then you would get to, you would get, like, you'd be bookending this sort of nerd trip with Skywalker Ranch and George Lucas and then Mark Hamill. So, 
totally worth your $10. You would just give $10 just to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, I'm sure, anyway, but now you could actually possibly get this fantastic experience. So uh, there it is. Uh, thanks to Omaze for making it possible. Thanks to Make-A-Wish and Lucasfilm uh, and George and, and, and Mark Hamill. So this episode of the pod, this I told you this was going to happen, that when I got back into town, we get to do more hostful. So here is another hostful. And we're digging deep. I find that the evolution of the hostfuls has very much been like the evolution of stand-up, where for the first bunch, when you first start doing stand-up, you talk a lot about the external world, and then it just starts to move more and more inward, and we have really been talking a lot about, I mean, like, really personal stuff, and uh, I have to say, I it is refreshing, so I hope you are enjoying it, because not only is it refreshing to talk about stuff, just selfishly, but then also to learn about stuff about Matt and Jonah, so... They've got to pull Katie and Kyle in there at some point too, and dig around in their brains. Let's scoop out their soul and plop it down into the into a podcast smorgasbord uh, for you guys. Here's the Nurse Podcast number four sixty seven with some hostful goodness. Now entering Nerdist.com. So committed to podcasting. Well, I really just think it was your tone that got him in here. <laughs> I wasn't. <Nope>. I. <laughs> well, no, I was answering. You said, "Can we do this tomorrow?" And I said, "Nope," because we hit, we're shooting two shows, so we could do it Thursday. And you How said, you feeling, Jonah? Get well soon. I don't, I don't care about any of that. We have content to make. What's the fucking content? We have content <laughs> to make. Content. Do you know what happens if we don't make content? Nothing. You shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> Matt, we're talking ad revenue. We're talking oh. uh, really upset tweets. Well, that's true. You know what, guys? I really didn't think it through. A lot of stuff would happen. If you guys are making fun of this, but your salaries depend on it. <laughs> <laughs> on content? Being made. Yes, of course. Oh, well, thanks for picking up the slack while I'm not at most of them, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but you still get paid like you yeah, were. I know, which is why I just said thanks yeah. oh, okay. for picking All right. up the good. slack. All right, good. Good, good, good. Are you feeling okay, though, honestly? No, what? It's, you know, it could be allergies. That's what I've been kind of realizing all day. There's stuff blooming in my neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, and it's just kind Onions. of like... There's flame. an Outback Steakhouse just opened up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what I like about that is that I could do whatever the fuck I want. There's no rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At Outback? Yeah, yeah. It's no just rules. Right. Just right. Yeah. yeah. do whatever the fuck I want. It's like Burger's like, have it your way. And then... Like yeah. Outback's like, well, no, fuck have it this. any way you want. Fuck this. I no mean, rules. Yeah, yeah. it's exactly how they eat on the Outback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit on a waitress and then fucking Shit eat a blooming onion. Shit That's on a waitress, it. shrimp on a Barbie at Outback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I shit a shrimp. I shit on a shrimp. No, you shit at a shit on a waitress. Why would I shit on a waitress? It's just whatever the fuck you want. No rules. Anything? Just, just right. right. So it's whatever like, you do is right. So it's like a restaurant version of Las Vegas. Oh, it is without Jedi the dancer. Uh oh, good callback. Ah, uh, Jedi. Guys, we're recording this five minutes after the last what? podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> not true. That's not true. No one will believe that. What system are you dancing in this night or whatever equates to a night in your planetary uh, revolution around the star? I completely lost you. What? I, I was just... I was Who were you talking to? Jedi? My, yes, I was talking to Jedi. Oh, all right. Who I thought might like respond... Like I thought someone might 
tip her off at well, some you point. Were some guy getting a left- on the show that she doesn't listen to podcasts. Yes, that's true. And I was also overconfident that our podcast is that popular that someone would be like, "Hey, while you're dancing <laughs> on me," sounds like the yeah. Chris Hardwick way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Simultaneously, uh, not confident uh, and overconfident, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to the Myra method, which is just unconfident the yeah. whole time. Um, did you you were were you in Denver this past weekend? Uh, last Friday I was in Denver. Then I came back the next day. How was it? Uh, it was great. I love that. Denver's love that a good town. town. Love that town. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we did a show with the Grolix guys, as I've talked about before. Love those dudes. Yep. Andrew Overdahl, Adam Caden Holland, Ben Roy. Just staying there and just having good a blast. Dudes. Yeah, good comics, good dudes. And then and uh, after the show. Sometimes you wonder why Adam won't move to L.A. And then and you, you go, go visit there. him in Denver. And then you're like, oh, I wouldn't move either. He, he has a great house. He has a fucking awesome dog. Uh, ben Roy has a band out there that's really good called The Spells. And they're just, it's just, they got, and it's just a gorgeous city. Den- so there's Den- really Den- no, you know, and they had that Amazon deal, you know, it didn't end up going forward, but you know, they made, they made, you know, a couple bucks off of selling a pilot and some scripts to Amazon yeah. for their show. Those who can, and I don't know, just, it's real nice out there. I like it a lot. Yeah. I enjoy Denver too. Yeah. I lived, I lived there from freshman year through junior year. Well, the formative Hardwick years. <laughs> they were. Yeah. Yeah. That's some pretty, uh, what, what high school did you go to? It was called Regis. It's now a co-ed school, but it was an it was the same thing. I, I, I went from one Jesuit all boys Catholic uh, school Kelly and Mike to another. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my virginity in Denver. Nice. Oh, that's big. Yep, it was big. Did it take longer because of the altitude? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. that's right. Did uh, your cum just become a mist? <laughs> it did. Yes. It missed. And then an old man came in. There's something in the mist. mist. <laughs> wow, what's that? <laughs> um, yes, yes. Uh, who was she? Um, well, let's talk about that. Okay. Haven't we talked about this before? I don't know. All right. So this girl. You okay, Matt? <laughs> you can real ready for a talk about I don't sex. Know. <laughs> just shuffling, getting, locking it in. Matt just spit in his hand. I was getting comfortable beforehand, <laughs> and now I'm getting extra comfortable. <laughs> easy on these fold-out chairs. Um, in a fold-out chair. <laughs> Take it easy, Spielbergo. <laughs> Oh, I suppose I could look like that. Yeah, Phil Bergo. Yeah. Yeah. That was the, that was the guy <laughs> that Ronnie Burns brings to... in. Yeah, no, yes. I know. It's find yeah. me a Spanish the critic Spanish crossover. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. The, the, but he shows up later on. We're all familiar. Uh, okay, yeah. good. Hey, 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 Mr. Burns. Phil <laughs> Bergo. Yeah. Bergo. So, so this girl was. Um, she was a friend of my friend Mike's, and it was junior year, and he was over hanging out at my. The way that my the way that uh, my. My mom and my stepdad basically lived in this brand new townhome development in Littleton, Colorado. In fact, the only reason I didn't go to Columbine is because I went to private Catholic school. Because yeah, I, yeah. I, I was in Littleton for that my junior, sophomore and junior year. And so there was nothing in Littleton, but it was there were like literally prairie dogs out back. Adorable. It was like you could just hit golf balls out of the backyard shit. and just into just the into field. The plains. Yeah, it really it was just a big open field. Now yeah. it's crammed with, you know... Lowe's and Starbucks yeah, and uh, everything like there's no so greatness so greatness yeah so exactly America so um, my friend Mike uh, came over one na- one one afternoon after school and he was talking to this girl on the phone and of course you had to talk on landlines back in those days sure did and twirl uh, that that cord yeah. around your finger get yeah. all fucking hot and bothered that's right mm-hmm. operator get me uh, KL five KL five contact four five five and so uh, he was talking to this friend of his this girl named Kathy and so. Um, we hopped on the phone, like so. He was like, "Here, I got to go to the bathroom." So we put her on the phone with me, and we started talking. And we totally hit it off, and whoa, it was whoa, really cool. Whoa. 
Whoa, you totally just fucking went in there and swooped in. They were just friends. No one's just friends. He, at that age. There was, there was not, there, it, uh, there did not seem to be any romantic tension. Even One if there had been, had I was 16 years old. Yeah. So, well, I, I did tell the story of the time I almost lost my virginity when I was 15. Mm-hmm. Right? I think I told that story We're in my stand-up. Familiar. Okay. Um, oh, we are. Well, then retell it for us. Then I don't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So it now sounds, we're going. Now we're going familiar. One level deeper in the inception. Um, my best friend uh, in high school in Denver, Rob. His dad was a lawyer in downtown Denver. Not probably not not far from where the uh, Comedy Works is yeah, in okay. Larimer Square. And so a bunch of us. Um, Rob had his driver's license first, so he and these girls that we met that we were all sort of seeing went to uh, uh, his dad's office like on a Sunday just to hang out. And then the girl that I was seeing, her parents and my parents were friends and her parents were super, super Christian. And so, and then she was um, very free. She was very free. Yeah. Some might say to get back at the restrictions that she had in her life, but she was very free. She was very free. No, I'm not saying that. She just, I just, I know for a fact that she had been with several fellas but and she was fifteen, and oh so my um, word. What kind of a world is this? And so uh, uh, it's a, it was a pre nine eleven world. Yeah, I don't know. We're, how we're simpler then. And so uh, Chris, we, Chris thinks that's nine uh, eleven is also when AIDS came around. <laughs> oh man! So um, so we are kind of fooling around in uh, in in this office, this a law office under the desk, wow. and she, and uh, and I'm like, can we please have sex? I would really like to have sex. And she was like, all right. Like yeah. for her, it was, you know, yeah, I'm sure, whatever. So I had a condom and uh, I, uh, I attached it. I fastened it to my, the area that that goes. And then, and then I basically got on top of her and just started kind of like squirming around. And the excitement of it, I mean, it felt good. Yeah. I didn't realize that I was not in her. Yeah. And so it just like, you know, wah-bam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The genie had been summoned. <laughs> and, and then I was like, uh, it was, it sort of reminded me of that, that, the kind of bit you do where you're like, no, I'm sorry. Like it was like that sort of a thing. Yeah. And, um, and for some reason she was uh, like, that, like, that was the only shot I got at that. Yeah. For some reason she was like, oh, and I'm like, can we try that again? Because <laughs> I'm she... way ready to go. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. You only paid for the one. <laughs> what? Oh, I thought uh, you were just uh... borrowing money yeah yeah no i get uh rides <laughs> so ride so that was that so that was a failed attempt when i was 15 where i almost lost my virginity in my friend's father's law office but when i was 16 uh he my friend mike goes to the bathroom this girl and i start talking on the phone we totally hit it off so i i said hey would you mind if i called her later and he said no so i called her that night and we talked for like two hours and in my mind this this went on for weeks yeah but but I feel like in my teenage brain warped time and it was really probably like two or three nights. Yeah. So by like the second or third night, we're just these having these really intense conversations. And it's one of those ones where you're discovering that you can talk about philosophy and spirituality With and girls. the universe. And yeah, just like one yeah. of those like super deep kinds of conversations. And so, um, but like one of the first ones. Yeah, yeah. It was... Uh, where it's like, I've never met anyone like it you. It was seminal yeah. and seminal. <laughs> Guys... Guys, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Jonah! Oh, he's foaming! He's foaming at the mouth! And so we basically, within a couple of days, it was kind of that thing where we had still had never met in person. 
and I and I and I was you know like, what she looked like? No, no idea. She could have been fugly. <laughs> well, it didn't matter because I was like, look, I don't care what you look like. I'm fucking. I'm totally in love with you. And she was like, well, I feel the exactly the same way. So I said, it would be really great if we could meet in person. Yeah. <laughs> what bus route do you live near? <laughs> well, basically. So I had just started driving. So I I went to her house. And I met her, and it, I was, she was really cute. Like it was, yeah. a, she was. A re, I was like, oh my god, how did this happen? Mm. And um, she was wearing one of those dresses that was popular in the eighties. It was basically just like a sort of like the the ones that the girls in the Robert Palmer videos would wear. Just that that single, yeah, Jesus piece. Of, I know. And so we met, and it was fucking great. And my, but pa- was it great fucking? It well, yes. Because it always is for a guy. <laughs> um, and so um, it just so happened my parents were about to go out of town to Los Angeles where they were going to scout places to live because we were just about we oh, were, no. we were going to move. So, But I wasn't worried about that yet. It was still several months away. So my parents went out of town. And then she came over. I mean, like we had sort of like planned it. And she came over and we totally did it. And I remember... <laughs> I don't, I don't remember being like in the in the act, and I just there was just like one like nightlight on in the corner of my room, and then just seeing the shadows of our bodies projected up against the oh, wall, wow. and just being so blown away of like that's my body on top <laughs> of that other shadow, and. It was amazing, and then for me, anyway, um, she she was two years older, so she was eighteen. Yeah, she had uh, she had um, done the deed. She had totally done it before. So we just did it the one time, and then um, she went into her car, and then we held each other while Belinda Carlisle's "I Get Weak" played. Uh. And shut up! Don't you laugh at me like that. (laughs) That's great. Uh, And then uh, and then the next day at school, I just felt. Like mega awesome, um, and then we had sex a handful more times. Um, How big of a hand? <laughs> Were the conversations still as enlightening, or did it become a thing in your teenage brain to just like, no, I just want to fuck? Well, it was both. Both of those things. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of talks about spirituality. I actually was kind of religious in those days because I was raised. I went to Catholic school. Yeah, and I yeah, was yeah. Ra- you know, didn't we all? So we had a lot of, you know, she was she was um agnostic and i and so i i was like it's funny to think of me you know being this way but i was uh you know totally arguing for the existence of god wow um because i was like what do you scream when you come uh no i didn't say that Uh, and she didn't come uh it was the other part of that equation but it was really great it was a great first sexual partner to have because you know, she would call me up and say, what do you want me to do? And I would say like, oh, do you have like a Catholic schoolgirl dress? And she was like, I'll be right over. Wow. So she would show up and then we'd just go off in her car and she would fuck me. And then I was like, how did this happen? Yeah. So this went on for a couple of weeks. And then one day out of the blue, she just, it's just that, that high school thing where you just don't see it coming. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, eh, this isn't really going to work for me anymore. And I was like, oh, I love you. Yeah. yeah. And um, you were just a piece of ass. <laughs> to her, I was. Yeah. Because it turned out that what I was able to piece together was that I think she was dating some other guy. 
at the time, and I think he had kind of fucked her over. Or he was he had, his interest had waned or whatever, so she was sort of trying to get back at him or something. Yeah. Um, and so that was that was sort of that was, and then you moved, and then and then I moved. So that was the end of that was the end of that tale. Painful. Do you know uh, whatever ended up happening? To no, her? I don't know whatever happened to her. Huh. The, the, I mean, wouldn't you like to see her just to see if you? Well, I'm curious. Well, the problem the did? problem with the problem with my of just the problem with Gen Xers is that there's enough of our lives that were not captured online. Yeah, so it's hard. And to... so it's harder to find women who maybe change their names if they got married yeah. or you yeah. know. So it's very you. I really would there. Valuable piece of information I would need. Oh, to Oh, it's funny to me, like when like you see people on Facebook that have their uh, old last name along with their new married last name, like in parentheticals. That's just so people can find you. It's just so people can find you. Yeah. 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 Most yeah. of the people what? that I went to, that's like just so people that used to fuck you can find you. Is that what? It, that's the only reason, as far as I'm concerned. Or other right? classmates or anything like that. Most no, of the people no, no. that I went to school with, no, they're still friends. Old, old they friend. know the new name. They do. Yeah. Are you sure? Pretty sure, Joe. There's a lot of people that I didn't fuck. I mean, it was a blank That I didn't want to fuck that I probably changed their names. Yeah, but a lot of your friends only have 12 letters to work with in their last yeah. names. So. Uma okay, eh, eh, okalani. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I totally just remembered it. I was, oh, I'm so sorry. This is, I'm so sorry that I'm talking so much about myself, but I totally remembered. <laughs> Welcome to the Nerds Podcast. There was another... Aren't you glad you came here for this, uh, Jonah? <laughs> there was another girl that I was dating, and we never had sex. She ended up fucking one of my best friends. But I remember she lived in like an A-frame house where the front door was a landing, and then you'd go upstairs to the living room and downstairs to like the oh, rec yeah, room, yeah, yeah. basement. Yeah, yeah. Dad had a pool table, and I remember making out with her on the floor, and uh, and my hand was like uh, in her shorts, like. Really, um, just doing a lot of work, and just hearing her mother like shout her full name from the top of the stairs, like being caught. Uh, there was no. I mean, I I was asked to leave immediately. It was one of those very yeah shameful, yeah like yeah. this is the most catastrophic thing <laughs> I could ever happen <laughs> to anybody. <laughs> uh, so, what about you? Virginity? Yeah. Uh, it, it was... Yeah, I always think of... Here's the thing. You like, really liked the person that you lost your virginity to. Yeah. You had like meaningful conversations. I lost my virginity to a girl that was in a band that was playing Hawaii uh, that was there for like two days. And then on one of the nights, uh, she came over to my place and had sex with me. Was it Shirley Manson from Garbage? It was not. Oh, okay. oh God, if only. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, it was this band from California, from Los Angeles actually. And, um, and I kind of knew one of the guys from when I went on tour the summer before and like the guys was in the band. So I was showing them around, kind of getting along with everybody. And she's like, well, let me get your number because maybe like we'll all come and hang out at your place after the show tonight. I said, Oh, that'd be really cool. I've been really digging, hanging out with you guys. And then she's like texting me, trying to get out of here, trying to get out of here. I'm like, all right, well, I have work in the morning. She's like, what do you want to drink? I was like, I don't, I don't, you know, I had just started drinking. So I was like, what was your job? I was working at a record store called Jellies, okay. and I had to open. And it's you know for some reason key was, holder. What key holder? No, no, no. Just it was a big store, and it was uh, like you know, we opened at eight in the morning for some reason. Good lord! Yeah, well, eight in the morning, Hawaii is like noon everywhere else. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and so you know, she, like I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and then uh, finally there's a knock on my door, and then I open it, and uh, she's just by herself, and I was kind of just like, oh, oh, I wonder if this means sex. 
<laughs> How old were you? I was uh, 18, mm-hmm. uh, almost 19. And uh, and so I, uh, I like, you know, I was like, I brought her in. She was being real weird and like, I just like stiff. And just, I was like, hey, so oh, what, how was the show? It was good. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so what time's your flight tomorrow? Uh, in the afternoon. Well, this is great, but I'm going to go to bed. Like, I kind of just was like, How I'm going to go she? to bed. She's, uh, at this point, probably 23 or 24. Okay. Something like that. And so yeah, I, doing I, it right. I, uh, I say, hey, I'll, I'll sleep in the living room here. You can sleep in this bedroom over here. And there was like a couch and a futon in there. And then uh, she like comes in. She's like, hey, the air conditioner is too loud. Can you turn it off? I was like, yeah, sure. I go inside and I turn the air conditioner off. She's like, hey, there's a radio on. I can't turn it off. I was like, this is, this is the worst. <laughs> this is, this this is so like fucking a Seinfeld scene. Yeah. Yeah. The air conditioner loudness on, you know? Hmm? Was this at your apartment? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you weren't at your parents' house. No, no, no. I was living in an apartment uh, with my brother. Um, but what, why wouldn't I want? It was I was her, just thinking you were at your parents' house what, and you'd want the sound. You would want oh the no, no, no! She was like, drown you know, the, uh, and so, and then she like I go and I go. All right, cool. Like, but I fucking have to work in the morning. Please, just don't bother me anymore. I just I was like, never, I didn't. I was trying to be nice. I was like, I know you're a weirdo. You're just a weirdo. Stop bugging me. I got. Hey, you're go to a bed. girl in a band who came over. I have to get up and stand in a record store. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, and and like it was it was neat too because like it's like. Like you know, every guy in the scene was like, "Oh, she's so hot," you know, and nice. I, and uh, and and so I, I then, like, I go, just all right, well, just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> you said, "Leave me the fuck." Yeah, alone. Like, leave me the fuck alone. I got worried more, and she's like, and then she's like, "Oh, um, why don't do you use the futon or do you use the couch?" I was like, "I use the couch usually because the futon sucks." So like, it seems nice, and I was like, "No," and I laid on it. And I was like, "See, my my feet dangle off the side, and I kind of like my back." I was like, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I was like, kind of like, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. And then she rolls over, puts her hand on my face. And then, oh, uh, face and then, uh, and then like we, I was like, and I, you know, I'd only really ever made out with one other girl. And, uh, and, then, like, and then she just like brings me in for the most aggressive makeout session. Like it hurt my yeah. face. It was a real aggressive makeout session. And then like, uh, we ended up just like, like, like having sex for like hours what? <laughs> yeah, well, that's fun for no. Oh one. man, yeah. I I think I think I was probably just a few minutes, and yeah, I think the whole time I was like, oh, if you can just make it to a couple minutes, it won't be. Well, a I think compl- the difference yeah. here is Jonah didn't want to be there. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, like I was excited, but it was just it was one of those things where I was like, I, I was so confused and uh, you know bewildered by the situation, and you know, and but it's neat at the same time. I'm in my head going, I can't believe this is happening. That's probably why. You know, I was lasting longer than I should have yeah. because I was just like, what is happening? What is my life? And uh, and and then, you know, like, uh, finally, like, at the end of it, she's like, she's like, what time do you have to get up for work? And I said, oh, I usually get up at, uh, you know, 7 o'clock. And then uh, we go to bed, and then uh, uh, the alarm goes off, and it's like 6.30, and then she wants to have more sex. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, and and then, like, we so we did, and then, like, I, I had to rush over to work, and I, I couldn't find... Uh, like all my clothes were like in the wash, and I forgot to put them in the dryer, so uh, I, had, I had no clean underwear to put on, and then I had to go straight to work. Commando or yeah, yeah, you gotta wash up and go commando. Yeah, it was point, pretty. Right? It was pretty fucking disgusting, but it was like it. That, and I, I think it's a. It was a weird thing where sex for me was a very just like physical thing. Like it, like it took. It, it was a long time for me to connect uh, sex with like emotional intimacy interesting because yeah. it's like because the first time i had it the first you know the first way i came to know it was uh was like through this just this hookup 
this one time hookup. And I ended up hooking up with that girl like a year after that and then a year after that. Nice. Oh, nice. Annual. Yeah. Let's came through. Yeah. It was like, really weird. I like that you work at like a big record store and then someone would come in and go, you smell like sex. What? I'm looking for the band You Smell Like Sex. Yeah. They, uh... <laughs> I remember there was a guy. It would have been a... the Marcy Prig there playground was... era. There was oh, a... Sex and Candy. There was a guy that came in the at the store that day, and I was just kind of in a haze. I was just like, what the fuck happened? And then uh, he's like, hey, man, hey, did you did you end up seeing any of that band's shows? And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, man, that that girl, that girl singer was so hot. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was like, yeah. He's like, he's like, I, like, yeah, everyone was trying to hook up with her. I was like, yeah. Did any? And he's like, no, no. I was like, cool. I did. <laughs> oh, you told him? Yeah. yeah. Nice. He's, like, he's like, what? What? And then I was like, I was like, and then I was like, I lost my virginity last night. Oh. <laughs> and, the guy, and the guy was just started jumping up and down, yes. pumping his fist. Yes. He was knocking over things. His chain wall is jangling. <laughs> was it was was the sex part better in subsequent years? Did it get any kind of nicer? Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was weird. You know, it was just one of those things where it's like, it was like I was comfortable with it because of how it was just sex and it wasn't really right. anything more. But you know, it was uh, it was it was odd. It was odd, and she uh, she ended up you know like kind of getting hardcore into drugs and kind of like went off the deep end, ended up get, becoming a meth dealer and then uh, went to jail for a long time. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Conjugal visits? Um, no, no, no. I didn't really interact <laughs> with her during that time. Uh, another cra- weird part of it too is uh, the last couple times, it was like she had a, she had a boob job. Well, how'd uh, that so work that, out? It, it's real odd. I don't recommend it never, to anybody. Uh, never encountered that. In life, it's they're not they're not they're. they're I've no never dated on. anyone who had a boo-boo job either. I don't. I personally don't like boo boo job. Yeah. Boo boo job. Yeah. Where do you? Let's boo boo. Where you have your tits formed in the shape of honey boo boo? Well, I was just thinking of boo-boo Yogi Bear. From, yeah. 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 Um, I, I feel like um, it's just too much. Like I don't. I like. I don't mind. Um, I I kind of like. Since we're being male, yeah, I was gonna um, say, is this like coming off too male? I kind of like, I kind of like, um, <laughs> I kind of prefer like small boobs. Like I don't need big giant, like no, like no. like people who people who are like, yeah, jugs. I'm like, I don't. No, you, you can have that in sports. Thank they're you. Nice. Yeah, there's another wrong. That's the thing. It's a you know, I've always had, yeah, I've had some girlfriends where they're just like, ah, just so, I was like, it makes a shirt look better on you. That's for sure. Yeah, you know. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't recommend big fake boobs either. No. I mean, obviously, if you had some sort of a medical thing happen and you want to, you ever come but, across that? I came across that once. No. Yeah, this is becoming real like shop talk with the the, the fellas. Hey, the jockers a... presents. When did you get? <laughs> Brought to you by Jacklinks. <laughs> <laughs> Feed the beast inside you after you're done feeding her yours. <laughs> um, <laughs> messing with Bigfoot and then fucking him. Yeah. Um, it was a yeah, it was a girl that uh, had a, a hysterectomy, right? Is that the Mas- mastectomy? No, mastectomy. Mastectomy. Um, she had a fake uterus. Please. Yeah, sorry, yeah, mastectomy. But yeah, so she had one. So it was a, it was one of those things where it's like one was regular, and they looked the same, but they just they were completely different. You can the, the feeling is yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit different. Yeah. yeah um, a, what about when did you lose your virginity? Uh, I'm the most normal of the bunch, like uh, 17 to my high school girlfriend. Uh, she was a cheerleader. I was a football player. You know. Are you serious? Yeah. Pew. You played football? Yeah. 
I don't know what the fuck this Nerdist thing is all about, you guys. <laughs> it's time to get real with Says everyone. It. I know, he's wearing a fucking sports yeah. hat. How could a, a sports, sports hat. hat? Fuck you. Well, that's a... It's a Red Sox Red hat. Red Sox hat. Yeah. It's a Red Sox it's hat. Boston Red it's Sox a baseball hat. cap. It's what happens when my hair gets too long. I put on a hat. You Your hair looks hat. good right now. It's a little long. It's a little that's longer good. than I, I like, like it. it. So you, uh, you, had, you had a long-term girlfriend. Yeah, we dated for a while. Went to Catholic school. So that was, uh, you know, Catholic school girls. It's true what they say. Yes. They will suck your dick in the science room. <laughs> um, they say that, right? God. Hmm. Do they say that? This is the most... Because if they don't say that, they should start saying that. Nerdist Podcast, now presented on the Corolla Podcast Network. <laughs> it's Ace. It's Ace. This, this Ace show no mail. <laughs> well, Katie, Katie has doubled over with laughter. Yeah. You see, Chris, I just finished uh, hanging some drywall, and I came over... <laughs> Ah, oh, man, you, 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 you can't open the ketchup packets. They're so tiny. You know? <laughs> um, I don't think you should use the coffee stirrer and then throw it away. I put but, it back. Uh, by the way, I, I love Adam. That, I, I'm just saying that, that Adam's POV is a little more male than we tend to be. Well, well no, I mean, he was on the man show. Yes. Come yeah. on. But that's something to talk about. You know, this is just conversation. This is our lives. Yeah. Like, and it and it is real. It, you know, there's no... There's no reason why we can't talk about this stuff. And we're no, not, no, no, we and, should. We should, for yeah. sure. And we're not, I played be, baseball, too. Did you really? Yeah. I played baseball in Little League. Yeah. Did you? I didn't. I played high school baseball and football. What position? Uh, third, third base. What position? Doggy? Third base. Doggy? So, so, you're, so you were a football player. Yeah. And you're, uh, but in high school, uh-huh. weren't you like, were you like? Big? I was a big guy. You yeah. were a big guy. Yeah, that's why I played football. I was a nose guard, which is the fattest guy on the field. Is that a defensive? Yeah, it's the guy who stands in front of the center, who throws the center out of the way to get to the quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was me. So this girl was a... I had a great personality. Long-term girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like a year and a half or two years almost. And did you... In high school, that's a fucking were you, long time. Were you bugging... It really is, because yeah. that's most of your high... That's yeah. like a third, a third of your high school, almost yeah. so a year and a half. Yeah. So are you are you bugging her for sex, or is it just like, oh, it's no, just No, we right just... Now. We had done everything but, like, up at the, And I had done everything but, like, in seventh grade through eighth grade, ninth grade. Everything like, but? Every, everything but but sex. Oh, everything but but. No. Uh... We like you know, uh, you'd, you'd come around, you'd round all the bases, Chris, mm-hmm. and you'd see home, and you'd be like, eh, I don't know if we're ready to do that yet. Right. Let's just hang around third for a while. Right. Uh, so you know, and that was that was going on constantly, and I, she was actually the one who pressured me. In the, in the you know, it wasn't like a lot of pressure. It didn't take a lot for me to say sure. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, we was she was she was uh, going to work a shift at. Demoulis Market Basket. <laughs> which I is, don't know why specific names make things funnier. Yeah. <laughs> which is the best fucking grocery store in New England. It's called, their slogan is More for Your Dollar. Uh, I like and how they, this has to do with you Demoulis, your pop your cherry your and get some cherries. And like the, uh, the PA guy always comes on and goes, uh, Attention, Market Basket shoppers. Tonight we have uh, pineapples on sale. Four for your dollar. That's Good detail dollar. about you yeah. losing your virginity, man. But it's just, that's why I love. Demoulis. Demoulis. <laughs> well, it was the, the Demoulis. Fa- anyway, forget it. So were you Mark planning it that night or did it no, just no, happen? No, no, no. Like, she was like going, she had to go to work. And like I was just over there because I had a sweet, sweet Saturn. And, uh, and uh, we were fooling around a little bit beforehand. And uh, she was like, oh, I got to get to work. And I was like, yeah, yeah, all right, get to work. And she's like, well, we should have sex before I go to work. I was like, what? 
<laughs> yeah, I want to be in mild discomfort as I'm at work. Tonight. Yeah, I'm like, you sure? She's like, yeah, I don't have sex before I go to work. I was like, all right, then let's have sex before we go to work. And then we had sex before we went to work. She went to work. I was it quick or? Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Nothing right home. About. What did you talk about right afterwards? Her being late for work. <laughs> I mean, it's just you got to get going. You got stuff to do. Uh, so yeah, and then she went to work. Wow. Yeah. Do you feel like that was a typical Boston virginity loss? I think the uh, with Market Basket being involved, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so were you? Because I I think sort of demystify. I I, I think. I think a lot of guys are more scared about it than they would let on. I mean, I was terrified and like shaky and yeah, yeah. I mean, I was certainly the first time I put my hand on a boob was like so terrifying to me. Yeah, but I goddamn it, I love it. <laughs> I was like, this is where my hand belongs. <laughs> I finally figured it out. Is that when you start gaining weight so you can have yeah. your own? <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna just do this all day. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Built in. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it was just yeah. Like, I just remember my just heart thumping, like, like crazy. Like, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. These are important And I was, like, just touching a nipple. Because when Kyle loses his virginity, he's going to need to know, like, what's coming down the pipeline. <laughs> if I was Kyle, I would just be making my way through the interns. That's what I would be doing. Oh, come on. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh. That's what I would be doing, I'm saying. Yeah, no. Were you uh, so? Were you together for a while after that? Uh, sort of, uh, not too too long after that. And she wanted to get back together, like in, like there was a while where she wanted to get back together, and I I didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, because sex, like once you, especially when you're young, it's like that's sort of the we broke we broke up in computer class. Like I remember <laughs> vividly remember our breakup because it just it was so weird because like she was like getting tired of me. Ten, I. Print, we need to see other people. 20, she was go to 10, to me, 30, she run. She drew a chart, uh, a pie chart, you know, because we're doing Excel. <laughs> so she made a pie chart of like how much time, like what, the, how much time she wanted. So like she had like me time, which would be for her saying me time, Matt time, and like friends time. And friends time was like 70% of the chart. And then the me time was like, uh, 25% of the chart and, and then the math time like... math time was 5% of the chart and oh. I was like I was like you know what we don't have to do anything together you can have this why don't you make it 30% you time <laughs> and then you can still be with your friends and then we'll break up and you were okay with that? yeah I mean I was a little perturbed oh, by it perturbed I was so devastated every time someone broke up with me like just just like, my angle, though, my angle, like, after that, my angle was always get a female best friend and then fall in love with her. That was, for the fucking rest of my yeah, existence, that, that was, was my angle. That was kind of what happened to me for a very yeah. long time. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to be best friends with yeah. this girl and then be secretly in love with her. That was so crazy how, like, I lost my virginity because, you know, I was a, such a romantic for, you know, this, like, being, like, you know, friends with the girl and falling in love. Yeah. And she'll understand that I'm the guy that, and then, like, I just get... Yeah. Some, like that's some lady. I'm always town. Andrew Lincoln in Love Actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always fucking out there with the sign. To yeah, me, you yeah. are perfect. Oh yeah, trying to think marry of the heroic, friend. romantic gesture that's gonna, you know, yeah. get her back. Yeah, and that we all think will work because well, fucking... everyone wants to hold the fucking boombox above yeah, exactly. their head yeah. while uh, in your Cusack. eyes plays. John Cusack fucked a bunch of guys. 
It just Fuck you, Lloyd Dobler. Yeah. Oh, he fucked a bunch of guys over by by pulling that. Yeah, just so that yeah, everyone always think like, oh, I'm gonna do this grand gesture. And you really ever met a girl that like Peter Gabriel? I haven't. Yeah. God, I don't think I. I think pretty much. Um, I mean, I always got dumped. I never was the person breaking up. With, I mean, like maybe, mm. maybe once or twice. But I, I was always the guy who, who got dumped, and I was always shattered by it. Like just. Uh, devastated, devastated. Yeah, I. Uh, I was, did you? I know you have had the whole. Let's. I'm going to be best friends and in love with you and not tell you thing. Yeah, but I'm wondering if you have, Chris. Yeah, I had it. In, I had it in college with a girl where I was fucking so crazy about her, and and I basically just would like I watched her like go to fraternity parties and then just hook up with random dudes who like the kinds of dudes that I both. Uh, loathed and was jealous of because I yeah. didn't have I, I was always too much in my own head and I didn't have that thing that like that, that just like some dudes just have where they just don't give a fuck like yeah. you know there's floaters and scrappers you know like some people just float yeah. and shit just they float to the top and they just, shit just comes to them and I was a scrapper like I really wanted to understand like well why can't I'm you know and it's 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 sort of that young philosophy of like but I'm nice, and I'm the one who's picking her up drunk after yeah. she's hooked up with someone. Yeah. Why can't she see? Well, but you know, that. it was just like a, a lot of times, young girls are not interested in the in the guy who's going to caretake them, other than that he's their friend. Yeah. They want to, at least the girls that I had experience with, and I don't mean all girls, so yeah. I don't want to piss anyone off. But I mean, a lot of young girls are essentially it feels like, from my point of view, they were rebelling and just kind of like finding their sexuality and power, and yeah. and yeah. so. And so it just, I did not figure into that. And we hooked up with this girl, and I hooked up like, one, oh, so devastating. Oh, I can't believe I want to tell this oh, story. At least you fucking hooked up with her. We hooked up. We I never, never had got sex. that to happen. We never had sex. We, we made out one night, and it got really hot and heavy. And it was like, this was it for me. This was right. Like, yeah. I can't believe this is happening. I think maybe I was 20, 20. I was like 20 years old. I can't believe this is happening. This is the most intense. This is, this is what I was, you know, this was supposed to be this way. And something happened where <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Her shirt was off, and uh, she just had her bra on, and we were making out, nice. and I was kissing all over. And um, no pants were off. And uh, all of a sudden, I looked up, and she was covered in blood. I got a nosebleed. Oh, like I got no. so excited that I had a nosebleed oh. on her, and she freaked out. She freaked out because it was gross. And, you know, and I was like, I am sorry. And then, of course, when I go into that mode, that's not attractive either. Yeah. Um, you know, like hyperactive apology guy. Yeah. I'm so yeah. practically in tears because I'm so embarrassed. Um, uh, or, or maybe I, well, I might have I might have just burst into tears because it's a horribly embarrassing yeah. in that situation. And then she was convinced that I was doing drugs and that's why oh, my nose geez. was bleeding. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. I've barely just started to discover I'm an alcoholic. I don't do drugs. <laughs> And so um, then we we didn't hook up again, and then we didn't hook up again for a while, and then a, like a month went by, and we hooked up again, and I was like, okay, this time it's things are going to be awesome. Yeah. So we hook up again. <laughs> this is very detailed. Pants come off. Um, yeah, dick bleed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, dick bleed, CPA. Uh, and then, Come on, uh, kids, have sex in my office on Sunday. So I, so, so I went down on her, 
And I was like, this is amazing. I can't believe it. You know, I'm doing uh, the Sam Kinison lick the alphabet trick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we why, did you say, why did you laugh like that, Katie? You, you just crabopled me. <laughs> and this is very graphic, but um, she was very stubbly. And so it, like, it basically tore a, like a blister on my chin, oh, which oh, my made God. it weird again because she just saw that and she was, and then she thought that was, she basically just laughed at me like, <laughs> and then didn't reciprocate anything and then left. Oh, shit. So it was one of these situations wow. where the reason that I tell this story so graphically is that it was a situation where I feel like she, she used me when she wanted to feel better about herself. Yeah. But if I ever wanted to hook up with her, she was like, no, we're just friends. Like, it was almost yeah. like, no, fuck, you're, you're, you're like my brother. I don't want to fucking. And so it, and I could not stop myself from constantly yeah, falling the into the trap and falling into the trap and falling into the trap. Over, as many times as I got burned by it, I was still always. Here, here's what girls need to understand about guys and, and, think, and something that I tell about, you know, like, because um, uh, I've known. Girl, I mean, like a lot of girls have guy friends, that, yeah. uh, and it almost yeah. always like, why can't we be more? And then a lot of times the girls like, well, you know, you have to. I, this, I don't feel that way about you. Yeah. But the way that a guy brain works is that a guy, because I, I guess just biologically the way we work is that we will subsist on any molecule of hope, and we will look for hope. So if a girl is even, so that's why like sometimes we are all Andy Dufresne. Yes. So (laughs) swimming through a pile of shit that you can't even imagine, and so um, it. So a lot of times, you know, if I if I know girls who have a problem with like guy friends falling in love with them, I've said to them before like you have to set clear boundaries because if you don't set clear boundaries, if you're just like. Hey, I'm just calling you up to see if you want to go to lunch. A guy will read that as, oh my God, I have a chance. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we cannot help it. We look for any shred of hope. And so not, don't be a dick to people, but at least kind of let a guy know where he stands. Yeah. Because it's yeah. a crushing blow to be, get hope and then have it like swatted down. Be honest. You know, have your boundaries. And, but and she was and manipulating here's they, that But here's what the guy brain will do to the honesty situation. They'll, they won't care. You're right. Yeah. Not going to care at because all. Because they don't want to believe And they're it. just going to continue to do what they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, because you've decided... Um, In your head, you've decided that at the end of the movie, we are together. Yeah. It's not a far... It's not a long journey from, like, teenage guy to stalker. Because you're no, constantly yeah. going, oh, well, I know she says this now, but maybe she doesn't mean it, or maybe I can convince her. I'll keep on asking. You, yeah. you, can't, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot convince someone... To have romantic feelings well, for you. Especially you know, if you're 17 years old and you have a car and then you drive by their house at night. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like, a, you know, and I've talked about this before, I think, but it's the uh, the little interstitials in uh, When Harry Met Sally. And they have, like, you know, the old couples. Right. And, like, you know, they have the old couple going, you know, I, she worked at a deli on 34th Street. And every day I would go in and I would ask her out on a date. Yeah. And every day she said no. Yep. Until one day. Yeah. I think in those she days when yes, people had less happened. choices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like a, the, the idea that he just broke her down enough to. That's all, that always even. I'm not, I mean, I watch the fucking Bargain Hunt, the UK version, but they talk about the couples that are there competing. Yeah. And they're always these old British couples. And they're all, all their stories are always, he wouldn't stop asking. But yeah. you can tell that. I think you can tell the difference between <coughs> when. Someone says like, "I'm not gonna go out with you," and like, there's a little bit of a flirty tone versus like, "I am. This is never gonna happen." Uh, I don't even. I uh, I don't even know. 
I, there was a there was a girl that uh, in my senior year of high school, I wasn't planning on going to the prom, but there was this girl whose boyfriend was kicked out of uh, high school. Mm-hmm. So she needed a date. I was just like, you know, resident kind of like funny guy and that these girls knew. Like, you should go with Melissa. And uh, I was like, sure. And I, you know, I kind of had a crush on her friend, but I never really thought of her. Uh, and so, but we end up like, you know, hanging out and getting ready for the prom and just kind of mm-hmm. becoming pretty good friends. And I was just like, it's like, wow, this girl's incredible. It's like, I had no idea this girl was so smart and funny. And she always just seemed like a surfer girl, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then her and her boyfriend broke up. And so she, we started spending more time together and she was being like, you know, like making stuff for me and giving me presents and a lot of attention. And then like, we kind of like reel back. And then I was, you know, I, uh, we go, you know, we go to the prom and it's a, it's a blast. And then we go to this after party and she gets drunk and hooks up with some like 23 year old dude. Oh no. And you know, I'm devastated. And then, but then like, you know, it's like, she's still kind of hanging out with me. And then like, she stops hanging out with him and then she starts, starts hooking up with this other guy right away. Oh my God. And I'm just like, Oh fuck man. I just, I kind of felt like she was maybe falling for, you know, the whole thing of just maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. And then, um, this thing happens where I'm kind of like devastated. I could tell she's starting to like hang out with this guy. And then uh, my phone rings, and um, I answer it, and it's her phone that had butt dialed my phone. Yeah. And it's her and that guy in a car together, oh, yeah. telling each other like Listen. how much they love each other, and then they start like making out. And then sure. Like, and like, uh, did you jerk off? No, 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 no. It was, that was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I used the tears as lube. Um, <laughs> great lube. Great lube. Um, Endless supply. Yeah. <laughs> And so I would say bad lube because of the salt yeah, content. It's true. Stings. Um, and I'm just like, just, you know, just stone faced, just like, what the, like, what? And, you know, and then oh she, like, God. she gets out of the car and then she, like, noses her. She's like, hello? Hello, Jonah? And then I just hang up. And then, like, I call back and it goes straight to her voicemail because she's still trying to fiddle with her phone. And I leave this, you know, message. Oh, no. That you can't take back. Like, yeah, I'm just like, like how you know the whole crazy speech of just like how dare you like look at something as special as what we have and like we get along and all this and maybe because I don't you know I don't have the body of a surfer or I'm this or that or you know or it's like it's like it's like and to just kind of throw that just this whole huge romantic a snapshot speech. of the point where you're the most vulnerable yeah. that maybe you've yeah. ever been in your life yeah and like I'm just unloading on it unloading yeah. it on this message and then I and then she calls back she's like hey did my phone call you I go yeah. She's like, what was up? I was like, did you listen to your message that I left you? She's like, no, no, I just called you back. I was like, listen to your message. Why? Just listen to your message. What the fuck? And then I hang up. <laughs> and then she calls back and she's like, and I was leaving the next day uh, like for to tour. Like I was, it was, the idea was to move here, but I was leaving for tour. I was going to be leaving the next morning. And she's like, like uh, how long have you felt that way? I was like, oh, it was probably like prom around then time and you know, just... You know, going through all the stuff, and she's like, "Oh, when do you leave?" I said, tomorrow. She's like, "All right, well, uh, I have something to give you. I'll give it to you at the airport." And so, <clears throat> the next morning, I get up and I get, go to the airport, and a bunch of people are there, like you know, because you can go up to the gate and say goodbye. And she yeah. just kind of she gets there really. She's like, "I'm so sorry, I got a speeding ticket. I got pulled over here." And she hands me an envelope, and then I get on the plane, and the plane starts taking off. And this is probably where it all started with me crying on planes. Uh, I, it's um, it's a letter from her saying that she did really like me and she did love me and then she's like and i'm not just saying that because you're leaving i'm not just saying that because you said that to me here's proof and she had torn out some pages out of her diary from 
you know, a month before. Jesus Christ. And it's, and it's all these things about like how she's conflicted. She's like, she's like, I don't normally like guys like this, but we get along so well. And I do these things where I make stuff for him and I want him to be my boyfriend. And I fantasize about us like living a life together and having cats and like just this whole oh, beautiful thing. And you know, like just, you know, like we were, like we would just be two creative souls and, you know, just in this, uh, and I just, I'm bawling. I'm just crying on the plane, like reading this stuff over and over and over Altitude. again. Altitude. Uh, what altitude? Yeah, altitude as well. And then, uh, and just like devastated because I was like, I didn't know how to feel because I was like, what if I did make? What if I did make that move during wow. one of those movie moments? Today is the English patient. <laughs> <laughs> but what if I did make the move like during one of those moments right? where she was like, yeah, I think I would want to be with him. You know? yeah. And so, why did you think you didn't at the time? Were you afraid? Yeah, yeah, I was afraid of rejection. There's, there's one thing I think in. Uh, a guy's mind when it's uh and it's the 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 physical representation of a girl kind of like politely denying you is the idea of going in for a kiss and the girl going what are you doing as she leans back oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. that, that the embarrassment and the rejection that you cannot ever get where in your mind you feel like i'll never recover from that because yeah. once you've exposed yourself it's like oh that's where you're coming from yeah exactly and you can never like go you can't just do the like like, you know, huh. jump back to reality where you're just like, don't worry about it. By the way, I'm totally happy if... I'm just thinking, I wonder if... The, I don't even know... I'm trying to think if I've ever done that. I got in for a kiss and gotten rejected. Oh, I have for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. So many times. I, w- I was the friend for a long time. Too. Yeah. Well, like, I was girls. too. But I've never tried to... I never tried to go in for the kiss. Yeah. I, um, Unless I were sure. Do you want to know an epilogue to that story, though? Yeah. So three years later, I'm on tour with a band, Dios, and we're up in Seattle where she's living then. And then she had just broken up with a guy and like we're hanging out because it's, you know, three years have gone by and we're friends. Don't worry yeah. about it. Um, and then uh, like uh, like we get drunk and then like we're at her place and she reveals that she's like, I've kind of like been thinking about you a lot. And I think I'm still like I w- I'm in love with you. And, I w- and then we like end up get like, you know, crying and hugging and making out and then having sex and then kind of start this. And, hugging, and then yeah. like it's like a band. I was like, I'm going to stick around and hang out in Seattle for a little while, guys. Uh uh, and I stay for like two weeks and just hanging out. We're having a blast. And and then she, uh, you know, I go back to L.A. And then she comes down to visit in L.A. And then it gets kind of weird at the end of it. And then I go and visit her on her birthday. And it's great. But then it gets weird at the end of it. And then I'm driving. Uh, it was Thanksgiving. I was in Tahoe visiting my parents. And I was going to drive back to L.A. And like right when I'm leaving on this eight-hour drive, I get a call from her saying she doesn't want to be together oh, anymore that i that that it's so funny when uh, you say when you say there should be a word for that kind of weirdness yeah where because when people are young and inexperienced they don't it's that moment where it's one of them has made the decision where of like well i don't want to do this anymore but they don't know how to express it and so they still hang out and the other person just knows like yeah. something's not right something's Something not feel, right something's uh, not uh, right uh, in uh, the uh, air yeah. and then so you <laughs> Or at least I would, you know, foolishly like try harder. Yeah, yeah. And then try harder. Push them away. Just pushes yeah. them away. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, that's yeah. fucking so. Yeah. E- oh, yeah. it's so. And then bad. just a fucking eight-hour drive <laughs> by myself. Oh, oh God. Thinking about it. Oh, I had a, I had a girl break up with me in college, like the day that she was leaving to go away for the summer, and it was that thing oh. where everything was awesome and everything was fine, and then the day before she was about to leave. It got weird. Yeah. It's you know what? It's exactly your bit is so genius where you say like where you say like the girl has decided she's been processing the breakup for months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to the guy, he's just like, ah, what's that? What's that? and then all of a sudden then she breaks up 
like she'll end it and then she seems fine and yeah. the guy's like how can you not be <laughs> devastated it's like oh because yeah. it's been going on yeah. and the other person I mean I'm, I know that the gender will flip on that sometimes but I always felt like it well, was it, it, yeah that's the thing a couple of people said that about that bit they're like oh, he's, oh so girls are evil I go no you have to understand. I'm speaking from my own experience. My own experience was that. My own experience was that too. Yeah. My own experience was definitely that too. And it would just, it fucking. I. I'm so. I think one of the reasons why I'm so guarded now as a person is because I'm. If if I let myself really open up, I am so sensitive that everything would destroy me. Yeah. 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 I'm just too. I absorb. I'm empathic, so I absorb other people's emotions. Beta-Z. I absorb. I feel things. I can't. It's hard for me to watch dramatic films because I just get so like, fuck. I just yeah. I feel it too much, and I think that's a lot of what the drinking was about. Oh yeah, yeah like numbing, oh, numbing off, like a, just like being a raw nerve. Yeah. Just, so I should yeah. start drinking. No. <laughs> or in your case, in your case, for a long time eating. Like it's just like feeling mm. all these things, and you know that the only when you don't have power over an uncontrollable world, the thing that you can control is what you put into your body, whether it's food or yeah. alcohol or whatever, because you can immediately change how you feel in a moment. And even if that is bad, it's still you controlling. It's still just a way that you're controlling the situation. Yeah. Well, you, we were talking about that the other week where it's like you said, you know, uh, drinking like gave you almost like a unofficial schedule. Like you, if you were, it was at night and you weren't sure if you, what party you were going to or what you were going to do. Yeah. You knew if you drank, you knew, the, you knew like the times that you would feel certain ways. Oh yeah, like throughout exactly. the evening. Because, because if you're a, an experienced drinker, you know like this is how many drinks it takes to get to this point. Yeah. Then past this point, I'm feeling really this way. Yeah. After this, I, I'll I'll probably be pretty fucked up, so I yeah. should save that until I get wow. to this place, so I know where to. Exactly. It's exactly like yeah. we were talking about when you were traveling, because you said you're not drinking at all for January. Yeah, I slipped, but. Uh, but <laughs> from January from now through the end of January. It was a good week, Chris. I bet it was. But it, uh, I mean, Chris, come on. It's almost the middle of January. But when you're yeah. traveling, too, like it's, and you're in unfamiliar territory, it's like the one thing you can control is how you feel yeah. with a substance, be it drugs, alcohol, food, whatever. Oh. You can instantly control how you feel. And yeah. or at least or at least you know you you can predict how you're gonna feel. So yeah. it makes you feel like you're in control. Well, it's poor man's you know uh, like uh, antidepressants. Yeah, where it's just uh, it's like I know this is gonna make me regular. This is gonna put me in a place where I'm just I know how I'm gonna. Even feel. if it's not good, it's it's familiarity. Yeah. it's predictability and familiarity. Yeah, it's like you know the reason people go eat at McDonald's when they're in a, like a foreign country and they go I just right. I need I this I know this really fresh baguettes right over there. Uh, but I know what I can get here, <laughs> and I know what food I food poisoning. Yes, yeah. there's fresh baguettes right over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt's coughing, coughing from the truth. Sorry, guys. That's okay. Um. Katie, has any of this been enlightening to you or disturbing or disgusting or Katie, do you have a best friend who's a male? Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. It's funny that we it's funny that we went from talking about oh pussy boy. to just talking like pussies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the evolution of the Nerdist Podcast. That's how we go. Yeah, that I totally went in there and I banged this chick and then I cried about it for like three hours. <laughs> and I cried because we all she have emotions. Me back. <laughs> and it's like, why doesn't she want to call me back? Didn't she feel back. the connection? Like, it was a fucking big dick, you know what I'm saying? This fucking bitch. I mean, it was an okay I, I fucking love her, her man. No, did I not do a good job? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Why do I keep repeating this pattern? That was a shiny moment in her sexual fantasy, and now I'm just sitting there by myself. <laughs> I, you know, I would, I would be very happy if, if, if. Uh, Guys, if anyone wanted to send in questions, 
requirements that were. Uh, yeah, if you want to ask us personal questions, go ahead. No, I'm not. Well, not only that, but then also just it, answering questions as honestly as possible is like this is how we think the male brain works. Like, if you want to use us as. You know, like I can feel like the triangulation of the three of us, yeah. our individual experiences will have. There'll be a nice cross section. I think the three of us really have a lot of similar, like, sort of experiences. Well, we life. were emotionally immature. Yeah, emotionally immature humans, and like just that whole. I mean, the whole. I can't. That whole be- being the best friend thing. I know there are people listening to this podcast who right now are in the middle of that. Oh, the friend zone's the, wor- the, the friend is the, the worst friend zone, thing like, in the world. I, have, I, it's not gonna pan out for you, buddy. I'm just yeah. gonna let you know right now, it is not going to pan out yeah. for you. But no matter I how much kid. you think it is, but you going know what though? Pan- but I'll tell you, something. I know who you're talking about. Yes, there but, was. We were in Toronto yep. a couple years ago, and there was this. There was like a few kids hanging out. There was this like, you know, like, you know, fans on the Nerdist. So like me and Matt are hanging out with them, having some drinks with them. And they're all great. They're all really fine. And, but like, you know, there was this one kid that looked like young me. And there was this like. No, he looked like, he looked like Jonah and I had just finished morphing together. Yeah. Just like, but like a real sweet, funny kid. Um, and then he's, you know, he drove like through being fans of the Nerdist, her, him and this girl kind of met. They found out they were in the same city and they drove hours to go to Toronto to go see us perform. And I know they're and like, you know, I'm I just know like, we're all hanging out and it, you know, everyone's having a blast, but I can see the way he's looking at her and I can see the way she's looking at him. Joan and I even had a sides about it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like kid. I'm like, and then at the end of the night, like, like, uh, he was like, he, he's like, you know, I'm not sure if you know, but like, I kind of have a crush on that girl. And I was like, oh, I know. And I'm sure she does too. But at this point, you just got to fucking not think about it and you got to fucking walk away. Well, because the thing that's refreshing to know is that it feels like it's a pit that you're never going to get out of. Yeah. But you do get out of the pit. And when you do, it's yeah. the most freeing. Like Sometimes that, you have to move to L.A. to get out of that the pit. Mor- yeah. that, that morning where you wake up and, you know, and there's a minute where you don't know where you're. It's like it's usually right before when you're when you're bummed about something. It's like that moment of happiness before the sadness pours into your brain you're yeah. like oh right like yeah, 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 where yeah. you're just like fucking where it's yeah. just like someone's dumping a coffee pot full of, tra- of tragedy on your brain that you had forgotten about you for- yeah you're, you've forgotten oh, that you're in the middle oh, of like where you just I feel wake up and I go down. oh this side of the mattress is really fr- oh. Oh. but the moment where you wake up and that doesn't happen is one of the greatest feelings in the world and you yeah. and, and you do you really as much as it seems like you won't get over things you will and you will meet the right person at some point even we're ne- we're never good judges of what's best for us. So when you look at someone, you go, "Oh, it'd be so great if I had that person." The truth of the matter is, it might not be great. Yeah. If it if it, it might not be great. Yeah. And so you will meet that right person. But I mean, like my the second girl that I ever had sex with, who was at that point, I was more in love with her than any anyone and any amount of love I could have ever felt for anyone. I was so I was just. D- devastated when we broke up like it was it was like extra devastated yeah. it took a while like, she was my first i really i really cared about the girl that lost my virginity but this girl was like the fucking yeah. high school love like i could never the thought of not being with her was crazy and i just found out maybe like a year or two ago that she died oh shit yeah. like a year or two ago she died she i believe she had cancer oh man and she died and 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 i felt sad i mean i felt like oh man i can't believe but I know that there's a time that if that had happened in my life, I probably would have just like Lost jumped it. into traffic. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it's it's awful that that happened to her. But I, but at least, 
the reason that I'm telling the story is no matter how much you feel like you can't live without a person, that you that it does get better. Yeah, at, yeah. At it's some point. I mean, I, it does heal up at some point. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it was a horrible, horrible thing that happened to this poor girl. But yeah. I just. But you know, if it had happened, you know, twenty years ago, I I, I would have been done. Yeah, I was. There's yeah. anytime I'm in a breakup or you know having a hard time getting over somebody, I, I try to tell myself, you know, I just my mantra becomes like, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Like it's 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 happened to you before, yeah. and then you try to do that thing like, no, this one's this different. is different this, this time is the because one that yeah. meant something. No, it's exact it, because it ended. It's exactly like the other ones. Because it w- didn't work out, it's exactly like the other ones, and therefore you'll get over it. Mm. That's the thing you always got to remember. It's interesting. It really is. Like you know, I'm recently getting out of a relationship, and it feels it does it feels different, but only in the sense that like I, I neither we don't hate each other, which is yeah, yeah. which is an odd uh, sort of adult thing to encounter. Jen yeah. and I didn't hate each other when we broke up. It was painful, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was a very like. But we still care about each other and respect uh, each other, and no, so Matt let's that be up. friends. Yeah. And let's let's make yeah. this as as clean as possible, yeah. And, yeah. and actually respect each other as human beings. Yeah, and yeah. because you guys weren't married, there was no like extra complication. Well, there was the complication well, of Scott moving out of the house, there was the and, house and, and the, the dog, dog and, and the cat. And um, but I, you know, but you know, I felt. I don't know. It just seemed like well, yeah. This- how I like, but like for that, like I mean, that was what seven years, right? Yeah. So, and I'm just like getting out of a year and a half relationship. Yeah. So it's not like you know, but uh, like for you, like what, 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 like what was the sort of like thought process you had after you sort of walked out of the house for the last time and were like, okay, that's it. Well, it, good vibrations started to play, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then everything was fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, it uh, well. It, when there's the shock of like, is this happening? I can't believe this is happening. Is this happening? Because we never really. Was there any part of you that's like, oh, it's easier just to stay together? Let's just stay together. Well, of course, I think that's why people yeah. stay in things. Yeah, it's for exactly so why long people stay in things. Because a, 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 again, a familiar, comfortable thing is better than <clears throat> an unknown, scary thing yeah. of what if? What if I've fucked this up? What if I should be with this person? What if I never meet another person again? What if I'm damaged? I mean, it's it, 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 I am. Yeah, but. Um, and so I went to a hotel. Like I immediately went to the London. It happened. I went to the London hotel. Yeah, it it happened, and you know we broke up. It. She left very upset. It was actually July fourth, and um and I went to the I went to the London hotel, and I was still kind of like, <laughs> you know, just that sort of like so. It was kind of like that feeling of when you, when you fall really hard, and then you just get up and your body's in shock, and you're just yeah, like yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. So I, I I went to the roof. There's a restaurant on the roof. I ordered food. Gordon Ramsay restaurant. Watched fireworks, which That's was right. weird. Remember, yeah. And then I went back to the ho- and then at the end of dinner, I started feeling like, hmm, I'm not. Something inside is feeling very um, wiggly. Like I just feel like, yeah. yeah. And I went downstairs and just lost it. Like really? was just. Lost it. I mean, I think it, you know, yeah, because it's all built up. Well, it's built up, and, it's, and it. it's 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 seven years, and it's yeah. you know, and it's like, you know, we we loved each other, but it just like something about the romantic part of the relationship just fell apart. We, you know, we yeah. Yeah. relationships take work. You have to it. put energy into them, and yeah. and if you allow yourselves to grow apart, then that's at a certain point. That's what happens. It's just not fixable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know, I yeah. mean, I'm. I cherish the experience and, you know, I feel, yeah. and I'm, th- 
super happy that I met Chloe and that we had the chance to have a relationship. So I'm not, you know, I, I don't, I don't regret it. I don't regret any you of it. You told me about that right after the space shuttle ended. I was like, oh, now you're telling me this ended too, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the last space shuttle launch and now Janet's but I mean, out of my life. The point, the point is that, you know, if Janet and I had stayed in a thing that was just familiar where we weren't getting what we needed, she wouldn't have gone off to, I mean, like, she's got a, from what I understand, a really fantastic boyfriend now, and I have Chloe, and we never would have had those experiences. Yeah. Like, with He's the experiences got a pretty to- sweet beard. So he does have a sweet beard. Yeah, which makes me feel like I had a shot. <laughs> with Janet? <laughs> yeah. Because you have a beard? Yeah. You're a cock. <laughs> that, reminds me of, that reminds me of the time that... Uh, <laughs> I love Louis C.K., but that that thing in his act where he talks about what a piece of shit he is, he's yeah. kind of a piece of shit <laughs> in, in a funny way. Because he, like a couple of years after I broke up, uh, after a girl and I stopped seeing each other, he emailed me and asked if he could get oh, her yeah. number to take her to dinner. <laughs> and I was like, well, and because it was Louis, I was like, oh, well, I mean, you know, of course, you guys should go out. And the I didn't... king of the land has his choice of any maiden. <laughs> but, you know, you and Lisa but after, have some, fun. after some time went by and after I was like, Louis emailed me, you know, I was like, he emailed me because he wanted to fuck my ex-girlfriend. That's weird. I mean, this wasn't Janet. This was Lisa. This was before Janet. But um, oh, I nailed it. Uh, what I said, you and Lisa Loeb. Have oh fun. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, but anyway, the point is, like, you know, there there is a Chloe out there for you, or there is a, you know what I mean? Like you, so you shouldn't settle for something that you're not where you're just comfortable. I mean, yeah. with anything, with a relationship, with work, with yeah. anything, you, you have to get a little uncomfortable to kind of. It's almost like. Are you daring enough to walk through this pit of shit to get? Are you daring enough to be Andy Dufresne yeah. to swim through the River pipe full of shit, shit yeah. to get to to the freedom? Three football fields. And leave Say what the now, son? A, under an oak tree. Yeah. Well, um, it was under a volcanic rock that had no business being on that wall. <laughs> mm. That's how he was able to find it. Yeah. Um, well, this was a uh, another, fun, another hostful podcast. Another hostful. Yeah. I like these get better and better and while better. other people are listening. Yeah, we really fucking opened the floodgates with that yeah. <laughs> end of the year thing. And I was just like, so, you know what? Guess what, everybody? Just keep it light and fun all the time. No, That's what these no. are. I, mean, I like this more. We're running out of bits, Chris. Oh, God, that happened a long time ago. <laughs> just feeling, <laughs> hey, Bruce, think, where's the cocaine? I think we're all just. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, and then she told me to wait out back, and then I just kept waiting and waiting and waiting, and <laughs> well, it's like they, she was never there. I'd be interested to know if I said you, no, if, no, 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 no. <laughs> anybody out there, if you uh, if you're a guy out there and you were best friends with someone and you were secretly in love with them, and then you told them, and then it panned out, I would like to hear from you. If you will email a podcast, I would appreciate. Yeah, that. well, there there is a podcast email address, which is Clements at Nerdist dot com. We haven't done Clements in a long time. And in the subject line of this, uh, of this, uh, of this, of this email, what should the subject line be? Because I want to know if this has ever happened ever. Uh, best friend success. Yep, that's the subject line, yeah. and I need to know that it happened at least once. Best friend to breast friend. Yeah. yeah. Like well, that that's if I worked for the Jenny friend Jones zone I becomes wonder, danger zone. I also wonder if it happens. <laughs> Friend zone becomes end zone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. But I also like. I'm friend zone interested. to end zone. Okay. Subject friend zone and then an arrow end zone. Friend zone, end zone. Okay. Friend zone, end zone. Uh, but I also wonder like what the success rate is on the, on the homosexual side of things like lesbian couples. 
Like, I wonder if there's any success right there, or if there's any success. Oh, right you mean like, oh, if, okay, like, like if one person, if one, if one is the best friend, the if person, one is the best friend, if one is the best friend, and the, they know the other person is gay, or they don't know the other person is gay, they're both and, gay. Well, no, they both they, they're both gay. They're both aware I'm, of it. I'm also interested to find out people That's who. Oh well, I mean, because yeah. that's kind of an interesting idea too. Is just like if you're gay and then you think your friend is straight, but then you're in, you have a thing for them, and then it turns out like no, they can tell. No, I, well, this is why people should write in. We should just watch that HBO show. Which mm-hmm. one? Looking. Looking. Okay. It's basically boys. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm very interested to know that too. All right, and also, uh, you know, ladies, if you find me dateable, drop me a line. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, John Williams? <laughs> I would go on a date with John Williams. Of course you would. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm going to put out or anything, but I would go on a date with John Williams. Always in the friend zone. Always the conductor, never the first chair. I'm not going to polish an Oscar. I'm assuming he calls his penis Oscar. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I will <laughs> entertain him. All right, so if you're a single young lady or John Williams. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> just kidding. You don't have to. No one, please don't worry about emailing that. <laughs> That's fine. All right, so if you're just John Williams. Yeah, just John Williams. Yeah. If John Williams is out there and wants to go on a date with me, we'll film it for the YouTube channel. Clements at Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the Cat in the Hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet. Sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Wondery Kids Plus on Apple Podcasts today.